0: Our text this morning will be taken from the book of 1 John, chapter 3. We'll be reading the first three verses. 1 John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, beloved. Now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. I believe God's greatest desire for the entire human race whether you're a father or a mother or a boy or a girl, I believe God's greatest desire is that we could all be called His children, that we could refer to Him as our Heavenly Father, that we could enjoy a relationship with Him as our Heavenly Father. Unfortunately, not everybody can say that. Not everybody is a child of God. Again, it says there in that Opening verse, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. So there are those that don't know the Lord as their heavenly father. While it's true, the Bible says that God breathed into man the breath of life. Man became a living soul. Also says that we are created in likeness and image of God. Those things are both true. We are God's creatures, however, Not everybody is a child of God. It takes something extra to become a child of God. That's God's desire, certainly, and the opportunity for every person is there. But how do we become a child of God? Well, the Word of God tells us, as referenced in the Scripture reading, uh, to become a child of God, we must become like a child. Matthew 18 Verse 3, again, it says, these are Christ's own words. Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Very important we understand what the Lord was saying here. Except ye be converted, that means to be changed from something to something else, and unless you become as little children, not only will you not enter in the kingdom of heaven, you won't even see the kingdom of heaven. So it's important to understand what the Lord was saying here. We notice Jesus also makes a distinction. He didn't say to become childish. He said to become childlike. Some adults have no trouble being childish. But to be childlike is something altogether different. The Lord was using a child as an example. He was, of course, speaking about some of those characteristics of a little child that makes them so special, and those same characteristics that we uh, should strive to have no matter what age we are. Children, when they're very young, are humble. It's been said, a small child has no achievements, no accomplishments. They have no personal means of supporting themselves, no ability to chart their own course, no ability to protect themselves, no credentials, nothing to offer. Children truly are humble. You know, that humility is that thing. uh, Small children don't desire authority. Authority. Most children, when they're very young, they're not trying to be the boss. You don't see a small child lining up other children on the playground saying, okay, this is how we're going to do it. That attitude develops and becomes more apparent as a child grows older and they begin to show a different disposition. But small children really have no desire to be in charge. They don't want authority. They're willing to get along with others. You know, it's their humility that allows them to do that. That desire for authority is really the very thing that caused the fall of man in the first place. Adam and Eve, as they were placed in that garden and they were under God's authority, they were only given one commandment, but when they chose to break that commandment and to do their own thing and as they were fooled into thinking that once they ate of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they'd be just like God, and they could live independently of God. Well, of course, we know that desire for authority led to disobedience and pride, and it's been the downfall of man ever since. But small children don't have that desire for authority. You know, a child's humility allows them to be non-judgmental. That's also very important. We see... Christ's own words are regarding people that are judgmental. He tells us in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 and 2, it says, Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. Judge not that ye be not judged. And the warning there is that... Whatever standard you apply to others, whatever uh, gauge you use to judge others by, you're going to be judged the same way. So we need to be careful about how we judge others. You know, children don't regard outward distinctions. Children don't notice skin color. They don't notice disabilities. They don't notice who's rich or poor. Small children don't care a thing about fashion. These are all learned behaviors. Sadly, some learned behaviors have to be unlearned, particularly if people want to get into the kingdom of heaven. That's why it says, unless you're converted to become as a small child, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. You know, children aren't born with certain biases or prejudices. These are learned behaviors. No wonder the Lord says we're to be like little children. You know, judging somebody based on what you think you know about that person rather than what you actually know is wrong. It's condemned by the Lord. Even if you know something about that individual, we're still not given license to judge that individual. The Word of God says, by your fruits we shall know them. Sometimes a person's own Actions, will judge them, but we're not called to be others' judges. Warns us too, if we do that, we actually put ourselves in God's place. And that's dangerous. It says, thou art inexcusable, a man who judges another, for in so doing, you condemn yourself. So we want to make sure we're very careful. We don't judge others. Small children don't judge others. You know, a child's Humility. Allows them to get over their anger very quickly. You've seen this, I'm sure. You see a couple small children playing together. Maybe one child snatches a toy from the other child. Might even bonk them over the head with it. There's a few, a little bit of crying and maybe a little bit of a skirmish and 30 seconds later they're moving on like nothing happened. Children get over their anger very quickly. First Corinthians tells us, fourteen verse twenty, says, "Brethren, be not children in understanding; howbeit in malice be ye children, but in understanding be men." So of course the Lord was saying, "Don't be like a child in your understanding. Adults are supposed to uh, be able to figure things out. We're not supposed to be naive or." Anything like that, we're supposed to have discernment, those kinds of things. But when it comes to anger or malice, we're to be as children. Children get over their anger very quickly. You know what? Children don't hold grudges. You ever tried to pray for someone when you had something against them? It doesn't work very well. Matter of fact, it doesn't work at all. God's Word tells us in Matthew, again, the fifth chapter, He says, if you come and you offer your gift and you realize that you have ought or you remember that you have something against your brother or your sister, or if they have something against you, it says, go first, be reconciled to that brother or sister, and then come and offer thy gift so we can see in malice we want to be his children. There's an old saying, you've probably, some of you have heard it, to dwell above with the saints we love. That will be peace and glory. But to live below with the ones we know, well, that's a different story. Well, it shouldn't be. Unfortunately, maybe sometimes it is. But again, if we're like a child, we won't hold grudges. We will be quick to forgive. The Lord often speaks of the need to forgive. In another place, He says, if you don't forgive men of their trespasses, the Lord can't forgive you. So we have to be like a child in our attitude towards others as far as forgiveness. Children don't have any guile. That word guile means cunning or deceitful, crafty or sneaky. You know, children don't have any skeletons in their closet. They don't know what it means to have anything to try to cover up and hide. They're completely open and honest and transparent. Small children are. And you know, we have to come to the Lord the same way. There's only one kind of prayer the Lord will hear, and that's an honest prayer from an honest heart. So we understand as children, we don't want to have any guile. We, we, it does no good to try to hide things from the Lord anyway. He sees all things. He knows all things. Tells us too that we're to confess our faults one to another. Pray for one another that ye may be healed. It says confess your faults. It doesn't say point out other people's faults. That's pretty easy to do. It's a little harder for us to confess our own faults. But you know, that takes humility. That takes that childlike humility to be able to do that. Children are free from worldly care. Somebody once said, a child's life is one long trust from year's end to year's end. You know, a small child is totally dependent on the parent. There's not a whole lot a small child can do for themselves. They may try sometimes. We all have seen what happens when a child tries to give themselves a haircut. Usually it's probably a day before picture day or something like that. But children really, they can't do very much for themselves. Small children can do nothing for themselves. They're totally dependent on the parent. They trust him for every need. Somebody also said the child provides nothing for himself, yet everything is provided. A child has no choice, a small child, but to trust the care of a parent. Why do we feel as we get older that we have a choice? We want to trust the Lord with everything. Just as a child trusts his parent, we want to be completely uh, dependent upon the Lord. That's why we have to become, as little children... Children trust parents' words. You can tell tell a child anything and they will believe it. It's also why the Word of God tells us we need to be very careful about what we tell children. Matthew 18.6 says, Whosoever offends one of these little ones that believeth in me, it it would be better that a millstone were hung about his neck and he was cast into the sea. So we need to be very careful about what we tell children. But you know, uh, it's that simple faith that allows a child, they, they believe what is told them by a reliable authority without debate. Children don't overanalyze or overthink or overcomplicate things. I think about that song, Small. it's a uh, Sunday school song, it says, God said it, I believe it, and that settles it for me. That's how we should approach uh, God's promises, the things in God's Word. Uh, Children don't overcomplicate things. They take things by faith. I was reminded of an illustration I found a a few years ago. It was about a boy who had just recently got saved, a small boy, and he was very excited. And he was sitting on a park bench and he was uh, praising the Lord out loud, didn't care who heard an older man happened to come along, and he saw him there with the Bible open and rejoicing. And this man had just completed some courses at the local university, so he felt uh, pretty enlightened, and he asked the young boy what he was so happy about. And the young boy said, you know, I just got done reading in the Bible uh, where God opened the waves of the Red Sea, and he led the whole nation of Israel right through the middle. Well, the man laughed, and he Thought he would enlighten this boy, so he sat down. He said, you know, uh, this could all be very easily explained. As modern scholarship shows, it's believed that the Red Sea during that time of year was only about 10 inches deep, so the Israelites could have waded across very easily. And the boy was stumped, and so the man feeling like he'd done his job. He got up to leave, and he didn't make it more than a couple of steps, and the boy started to praise the Lord again. So he turned around and asked him why he was so happy. The boy said, God's greater than I thought. Not only did he lead the whole nation of Israel through the Red Sea, he topped it off by drowning the whole Egyptian army in 10 inches of water. That's childlike faith. He didn't complicate things. But you know, we don't want to complicate things. When it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, we believe that. That's exactly what happened when the word of God says that the Lord prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. That's exactly what he did when it tells about the three Hebrew children. that went through that fiery furnace without so much of the smell of smoke on them. That's exactly what happened. And when the Lord says "Ye must be born again, you have to be like a child to enter the kingdom of heaven. That must be what takes place. You know, we don't want to complicate things. You can't think your way into an experience of salvation, but you can think your way out of it. So we want to be careful. We want to have that faith of a child. God said it. I believe it. That settles it for me. Children trust their parents for help and protection when they encounter trouble. I remember a time as a small child and I can remember this in my mind. I was probably about three. My folks lived in Eureka, California, for just a short time and I was I guess I must have been a climber and I happened to get out the back door and I got into a lemon tree and climbed up in a lemon tree and got myself stuck. and I realized I got up there but I couldn't get down to make matters worse. there was a nest of blue jays in that lemon tree. And if you know anything about blue jays, they're very aggressive, especially when they feel threatened. Well, they felt threatened. And they began to squawk, and they began to dive bomb me. And here I was, about three years old, being attacked by blue jays, stuck in a tree, didn't know what to do. But I did what came naturally and instinctively. I just hollered out for my mom, Right away, she came, and I still remember her standing there at the base of a tree with her arms outstretched, just saying, jump. I didn't even think about it. I jumped. I trust her. You know what? She caught me. She didn't drop me. I'm here to tell about it. She didn't fail. And I instinctively trust her. You know, in the same way, that's how we want to be with the Lord. When we find ourselves in trouble, call out to God. It doesn't matter even if it's a situation we've created for ourselves. If we humble ourselves and we're willing to look to the Lord and just call out to God for help, trust the Lord, God will deliver. Psalm 61.2 says, From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Deliverance can come in a moment. Romans 10.13 says, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. You know, if you observe any home with children, who is it that receives the greatest care in any home? You know, it's always the smallest child, the most helpless, the most vulnerable, the one that is most Dependent on its parent, that's not because the parents have favorite. It's just that the need is greater. so uh, that need of that small child it compels the parent to reach out and help that child. Well, it's the same thing spiritually. You know God doesn't have any favorite children. but He does come to the rescue of those that are the most dependent. Those that need the Lord the most, those that depend on God the most, are the ones that receive the greatest grace and the greatest care. That's why we must be as children when it comes to serving the Lord. You know, whatever your need is this morning, if you don't know the love of your Heavenly Father, maybe you don't even know who your earthly father is, maybe the whole concept of having a relationship with your father uh, is foreign to you. But if you're willing to come and humble yourself as a child, cry out to the Lord, say, God, I need your help in my life. God will help you. He'll become that heavenly father to you. In closing, I think of a verse in John, actually two verses, John chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. It says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the son's Or daughters of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You can be a child of God this morning. You can know the peace of having a loving heavenly father. And you know, the best news of all is that one day the Lord is returning for his children. He told his disciples that he says, I go and prepare a place for you that... Where I am, you may come again. The Lord is preparing a place and one day very soon the Lord is coming to catch away his bride. You know, children, they just trust their father. They trust their parents. Uh, you know, small children, they're not concerned. They're not overly concerned about what's going on in the world today. I don't think small children are losing sleep over the coronavirus. I don't think small children are overly concerned about the rioting and the protests or anything like that. No, they're focused on other things. They depend on their parent for care. If they're being provided good care and love, that's all they need. And you know what? That's all we need is God's children. We can trust the Lord. God can help you today. He can encourage you. And again, if you're not a child of God this morning, just pray that simple prayer, that prayer, that childlike faith. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. Repent of your sins. Cast your care on the Lord. God will help you today. He'll be that heavenly Father that He's promised to be. May God bless you today.